Hi, welcome to the YD Youth Podcast. We are a youth group from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. Our goal is to encounter God to touch the world. We pray that you'd be blessed by this message. What's going on? Wow, welcome back to another youth night here. I'm so glad for those of you that have tuned on. Um, I believe that God is going to speak to you tonight. He's going to minister to your heart. It's our deeper night tonight. Like, as you know, our first deeper night was so powerful, and the presence of God was here. Many of you were touched at our deeper night that we had here in the building uh, last month, at the beginning of last month. But unfortunately, we're online for this one. But you know what? How about right now, every one of you that are watching, let's close our eyes for a moment. I want you guys to repeat after me. Holy Spirit, no matter where I am, meet with me tonight. Transform my life and transform my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. You know what? And, and when doing that, you just put yourself in a posture now <laughs> where it doesn't matter where you are. Now you're not here, though I wish you were. No matter where you are now, you can be in the posture of receiving from the Lord. Because it's the Lord. He's the one that touches us. He's the one that transforms us. I'm just, I'm a conduit. I'm just ushering him in to meet with you. That's all that I'm here for. You know? But you are really there in your home right now to meet with him today at this deeper night. So this is going to be good, guys. So as you heard from Sydney, next week we won't have our, our youth night Um but because Sydney and I are going to be at a leadership, uh, online leadership conference. Um, but the next, uh, the next week, we're going to have a Zoom games night. So just so you guys know, we'll have a Zoom games night. That's going to be awesome and fun, and we're looking forward to doing that with you guys. And so for tonight, I want you guys right now, why don't you just say, tell Sydney good jobs there in the comments. Why don't you just let her know how, how good she's doing and how much you appreciate her. And we, you know, because she's, she's doing an amazing job. She's learning a bunch of new things in our new building as we do media. Um, she's the only one in the building here today with me. But uh, guys, you see down here, we've got our prayer board. These are all things that are things that we're going to pray for, things that you guys brought to us, things that we guys thought would be great for us to pray for. And we put them there on that board. And we're saying, God, move on these things, transform these things. So it's our deeper night tonight, guys. Let's, let's, I'm going to pray for you guys before we start. Let's, let's pray, guys. So Father, in Jesus' name, we welcome you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, Father, and we pray that you would bring your word alive in every heart tonight, that every person that is watching God would receive from your word, that they would receive from heaven the, the bread, the rema word from God from heaven tonight, God, and that they would be transformed in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you're there and you've got, you don't have your notes, you don't have some notes, go grab your notes like you would in person. Go grab your Bible if you would in person. Because we're going to get into this, guys. And, you know, when you write things down, you won't lose it. That's all I got to say. What you write down, you'll keep. You'll keep implementing in your life. So that's why we do that. So, guys, tonight's message we're talking about is changing the atmosphere. Somebody write in the comments, changing the atmosphere. Changing the atmosphere. Now, you may not know what that means to change the atmosphere. But when you see... You know, you see the weather around you, and the weather around you is, is always changing. The, 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 the weather around us, you know, changes. Today, it's a rainy day. You know, it's a rainy day. There's cloud cover in the, in the atmosphere. There's cloud cover. 
And so it's, it's, a, it's a very rainy day today. But you know what? There's actually a spiritual atmosphere. You know, do you guys know that we are always living in a spiritual atmosphere? There's never one moment, there's never one point where you're not living in a spiritual atmosphere. And there's many things that go on in this atmosphere that we live in, this spiritual atmosphere. Because, you know, before there was anything natural, there was always a spiritual. You know, as everything natural came from the spiritual. All right? So if you have your Bibles there with me, let's read. we're going to read from Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, all right? And it says this. It says this. It says, don't worry about anything, about anything. Say with me, anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience, I love this, you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. This is a beautiful thing. All right, so what what the first point I want to bring out in this passage of Scripture is this right here, is that it says, don't worry about anything. You know, it says don't worry, and, and not worrying, you know, that wasn't just a suggestion from God to not worry. That was actually a command from God to not worry about anything. To not worry is not a suggestion, but it's actually a command. And, and to worry is actually to take th- something that, that, you know, God is supposed to be in control of and to put it in your hands instead of giving it to him. And so it becomes an I thing. And anything that's selfish is actually a sin because it's about what I can do. But that's not what we're talking about tonight. Tonight we're talking about changing the atmosphere. So how could worrying be something about changing the atmosphere? Because you know that you can walk into a room and immediately feel what has been cultivated in that place, what, what has been what has been done in that place. You can feel fear when you're in a room with people that are fearful. You can feel worry when you're in an atmosphere where people have been worried. You can feel anxiety when you're in an atmosphere where people are anxious and tense and stressed and overwhelmed. You can feel these things in the atmosphere when someone is depressed, when there's darkness, when there's witchcraft in an atmosphere. You can feel that in the atmosphere. But tonight I want to tell you something is that worry and fear is always about us. I, I just said that, but worry and fear is always about us. And see, anything that you're noticing in an atmosphere is actually, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's something that is actually spiritual that is happening. Fear and worry are actually spirits. You, guys don't know, you may not know this, but just fear and worry, whatever it is that's in the atmosphere, it's a spiritual thing that's happening first. And so that's why you're feeling whatever is happening in the atmosphere. But do you know this? Prayer makes us look at his image rather than our own. <laughs> this is a beautiful thing. I, I'm going to bring this out. There's a reason why we're bringing this out. Because literally right afterwards in this verse it says, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Thank him for everything that he has done. So you can change an atmosphere by opening up prayer. Come on, I want, I want to tell you right now. Do you know that prayer changes an atmosphere? I want you to know right now. Thank you, Sidney, for turning on the music. Wow. Look, we're, we're helping to change the atmosphere right here in this room right now to go to your home right now. 
But prayer changes an atmosphere. I don't know what you guys have been going through. I don't know what's been going on in your life. But I know this. Is that anything that is holding you heavy, that is holding you hostage, maybe it's in your family, maybe it's in the family situation, maybe there's anger and strife and unforgiveness in the home. Did you know that the enemy will use that as a spiritual bondage that won't just affect you in the moment but can continue to affect you because now it's in the atmosphere? Because it's been invited in, because the door was open. But do you know that even in the midst of that, there's another door that is greater. Because <laughs> Jesus said, I am the door. Oh my gosh. I am the way. So the moment that you begin to call on the Lord, the moment that you begin to call on the name of Jesus, the atmosphere can change in your home. Did you know that the atmosphere can change? The atmosphere that you carry can change? Maybe you haven't been carrying the atmosphere that God wants you to carry. He wants you to carry heaven. He wants you to carry his glory with you. But maybe you've been carrying self-worth issues. Maybe you've been carrying the spirit of fear. Maybe you've been carrying the spirit of doubt. Maybe you've been carrying the spirit of unbelief. Maybe you've been carrying the spirit of perversion in your life. But God wants to transform the atmosphere that you live in. That you live in. Come on, guys. Come on, somebody write in the comments, God wants to change my atmosphere. God wants to change my atmosphere. Feel the presence of the Lord. The world needs his image, not ours, in our lives. Do you know when you begin to open, when you begin to pray, when you begin to, to, to go towards heaven, where, towards the situation that you're in, that you begin to reveal heaven. But not only, do you, not only does heaven come, but it actually is revealed now through you to the people that are around you. Oh, man. Come on, somebody. Some of you have been too afraid to talk to your friend, to talk to that person that doesn't believe in the Lord, that person that's an atheist, that person that, that's, that believes in something different, that person that serves another, a false god. You've been afraid to talk to them because you don't recognize the authority and the anointing and the atmosphere that you carry and the image of God that you carry that when they see you from that place, they'll see him. Did you know that when Moses went up on the mountain to talk to the Lord, to receive the, the, the Old Testament covenant, to receive the Ten Commandments, and he came back down, it said that his face shone with glory. I want us to recognize today how much our prayer life matters. <laughs> I even hear this right now in the spirit. Some of you have been praying out of obligation. 
we welcome you, Holy Spirit. Some of you have been praying out of obligation rather than a place of communion. God wants us to pray out of a place of communion, not obligation. Because from that place, you have, you have access. What is communion? To have fellowship with. What is to have fellowship with? To have relationship. To talk to. To, to talk to your father face to face. To know his heart. To reveal your heart that he might reveal his. To he can give you what you need and he can take from you what you don't need. It's that prayer life. It's that great exchange that happens in the secret place when you enter into his presence that is the most vital thing for your life. Because now you don't recognize that you carry power when you walk in prayer. You carry power and you reveal the glory of God on your life to those around you. Maybe even you need to reveal the glory of God to your family. When you're in a moment where you get where where you where somebody in your household takes you off, trust me. I everybody knows what that looks like when somebody, you know, is getting under their skin a little bit. Do you know what we can do in a situation? Do you know our greatest warfare is in the prayer closet, not with our mouths? Our greatest warfare isn't what we say in the flesh, it's what it's what we say in the spirit. So when we go before God and we come back out, it changes the atmosphere. And you realize this. The Bible says that your warfare is not against flesh and blood, but principalities and strongholds, spiritual things, demonic things. That's your battle, guys. We've been fighting the wrong battle sometimes. We've been fighting the wrong things against the wrong things. Hmm. And I want to say this from this verse right here. It says, it says in this verse, so after, it says, you pray to him about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him and all the, um, for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace. This is what's powerful about this, guys. I want to say this, is that God's peace isn't experienced before, but after we pray. Sometimes we want God's peace or we want God's joy, but we don't do anything in the spirit about it. Because sometimes we can try to reason ourselves into peace. It doesn't work. The world's trying it. It don't work. The world wants peace. It doesn't work. Because peace doesn't come. The peace that they're seeking from doesn't come from the world. It comes from the spirit. It comes from that place in the Lord. It comes from that deep place in the Lord because he created peace. He is the prince of peace. And when we go into that place, guys, when we enter into the prayer room, you see that what you need, what you want to receive from God, you won't always understand first, but you'll experience after. God wants everything that is in your life to be an experience with him. It's supposed to be an experience with God. We're walking this thing with him. Everything that he has for you was meant for you to experience and to grab a hold of. I'm going to turn right now to Luke 10, 19. I want you guys to turn here with me. Turn to Luke 10, 
19. Are you guys doing well? I want you to just comment down there and let us know that you're doing well. How are you doing? What are you receiving from this today? Write some fire emojis in there. Some, you know, some, some raising hands emojis in there. I want to see you guys writing in the comment section what God is doing in your heart today. Because this is all about him. It's all about him. Luke 10, verse 19, and it says this, it says, look, I have given you, I didn't write that verse there, so just if you're wondering, it's not going to be there. I have given you, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. Some versions say nothing will hurt you. But I have given you authority. See, he has given us authority. I just want someone to get this right now. That you have authority. You know, anything that has authority over you right now, anything the enemy is trying to do to your life that, that might have authority over you right now doesn't have to stay there. Because when you recognize your birthright, when you recognize that you were, you are made in the image of God, when you recognize that you're a child of God and you recognize that you are heirs with Christ and you recognize the Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places and we recognize that, come on guys, if you're seated in heavenly places, why is that depression still destroying your life? Why do we let these things trample us? Why do we let these things run us down? Why do we let life run us down? Because we haven't recognized our authority yet. See, I want you to realize that your prayer is connected to your authority. I want you to recognize that your po the power to overcome is, is in your prayer room. See, it all ties together. Your power comes from your prayer. This is so important because I feel in the spirit, I, I keep feeling this in the spirit that you need to notice that your power comes from your prayer. Because some are feeling so like they need to be obligated to prayer, like, like God's going to stone them from heaven or, or, or give them a lightning bolt down from heaven if they don't pray. <laughs> That's not what it is. You just won't be able to walk in the authority you were created to walk in. From the beginning of time, you were created to walk in authority. But you may not be walking in that authority because you are yet realizing that you literally have it, that you can carry it when you pray. Come on, your prayers are spiritual, not natural. We need to get out of that place. It's not natural. It's in the spirit. Those things are moved in the spirit. When you realize that, you will move again. You will run again. You will run after God. When you realize what you carry in the spirit, you will run after God. You will run after God because you'll be like, God, give me more. Give me more. Give me more of who you are. Give me more of who you are so I can see you better, so I can see you the way that you see me, so I can see this circumstance the way that you see it, God. Give me more. Give me more. Because when you come out of that prayer room, you come out with fire. You come out with faith to believe again. Some of you need to believe again. Some of you have stopped believing the promises of God in your life. Some of you have stopped believing what God has said about you. But God is saying, if you would come before me, I would reveal what I put on the inside of you again. Oh, God, his presence is here. I want you guys to receive this right now like never before, guys. 
His heart is for you. He's tired of seeing you get beat up. He's tired of seeing it. And I'm tired of seeing it. The enemy will go on to get us out of our prayer room so we can take the authority that was meant for us. Because when you get out of the prayer room, you stop believing. The Lord's just taking me in a whole different direction right now. But it's His Spirit. I want us to flow here. I want us to flow here. Because we're going to be a youth group, guys, that flows by the Spirit of God. Not by another program, not by another thing that we run. We're going to have fun and we're going to joke and we're going to have all these things. But when the Spirit of God comes, that's what we want to live in. That's the place we want to live in. So if the enemy is taking your authority back from you, it's because you're letting him. It's because we let him. Trust me, I've done it before too. I've done it before too. I've gotten tired, life has beat me up, and I've been like, you know what, nah, I, don't, I don't know if I want to pray right now, you know. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just going to go, I'm going to do a five-minute thing, a ten-minute thing, you know. But, you know, for every minute that I didn't pray, the enemy was working. Come on, guys, we can, we can walk in more than what we're walking in right now. We can, all of you can. This is about, this isn't about me. This is about what God has for you. This is about who God has called you to be. From the beginning, we we're meant to take authority. How do we want his kingdom to come? His kingdom's gonna come through us as we build it with him. As we build it with him. So it isn't gonna take one person, it's gonna take all of us standing in a gap and saying, God. Breathe on my school. Breathe in my family. Breathe on my friend that doesn't know you yet. Breathe on that believer that's backsliding from you, God. Breathe on him again. Breathe on them again. With the breath of heaven, breathe on them. When we begin to pray like that, not only are we praying, praying with authority, but we receive the love of God for them. See, prayer changes your heart. It changes your devotion. I, I keep hearing this in the spirit. It changes your devotion. It changes what you're devoted to. See, devotion isn't just spending time with God. It's whatever you're devoting your time to. Your devotion changes as your prayer changes. That devotional that's becoming so hard when you begin to get before God and say, God, fill me, fill me, fill me, fill me, fill me. Some of you need to start praying. Maybe you don't know what else to pray. Just say, God, I'm here. Fill me. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me till I'm overflowing. Fill me till I have everything that you have for me, God. Fill me. I don't want to be dry inside. I want to be filled. Prayer changes our devotion. What are you devoted to right now? Maybe it's a, a guy or a girl. Maybe that's your first devotion. Maybe it's making money. Maybe it's you want to focus on making money. 
Maybe it's on completing your school. And I want you to know that all of these things are good things in God. But if he is not your first devotion, then none of them matter. None of them will last. Because since he's the eternal one, he makes everything last. He gives everything life. Everything else in your life will die if he doesn't have his hand on it. I know this is a, a message that is, that is cutting deep, and I pray that it really is. Because I can get serious and I can joke, but I believe that the heart of God for you is that you would be so consumed by him. That you could walk by someone and they could sense the presence of God. That you could walk by someone and have the shadow heal them. <sighs> this is where God wants us. This is how God wants to take us. This is what he wants to take us into today. And you see why we have this prayer wall here today is because when we're done, we're going to go on Zoom and we're going to begin to bring heaven into whatever situation needs to be prayed for with the authority that Jesus has given us. We're going to bring heaven into the situation and see God bring freedom, bring healing, bring deliverance, whatever needs to come. Whatever the answer is, we're going to see him do it as his people pray. As you pray, and you're not too young to pray. You, get, you can't rely on your parents' prayers anymore. Your parents' prayers aren't your prayers. God wants your heart. He's got your parents' heart, but he wants your heart. He's after your heart. He's after your desires. Your parents' prayers can bring you to God, but they won't mature you in God. Only your surrendered life can do that. And today I really feel the Holy Spirit bringing us to that place. Things in your life that look bigger than you do. And whatever it is that looks bigger than you do, that is the mountain that you need to speak to. But you can't speak to it. You won't be able to speak to it if you haven't been with the Lord. Because first of all, you won't be able to see through his eyes. Therefore, if you can't see through his eyes, you will not be able to walk in the faith and the authority he's given you. He's given you. Because you won't recognize it guys, it's all in him. It's all through him. It's all from him. The very life that we live, the very Christian life, the spiritual life that we live, it's found in him. Everything, every spiritual promise for your life isn't found just because you say it's there. It's found in him. And when you search out his heart, you will find the things that your heart has been longing for this whole time. Your heart's been longing for that intimacy. It's time to search out his heart. It's time to 
to take that time aside from what you would like to do and give him some more space to rule. There's one more verse I'm going to read, guys, and then, and then we'll be done. And we could go into some small group discussions after. Oh, I pray that the Spirit of God, even right now, is moving there in your home. I see there's someone there even right now. You have an injury in your leg. The Lord wants to heal you right now. Let him heal you right now. There's an injury in your leg. The Lord wants to heal. Let him do it right now. He's here to do exactly that. Receive it from him. Thank you, Father. Oh, he is here. If you would turn with me to Matthew 18, verse 18. This is the last verse we're going to read, guys. So turn with me. 18, verse 18. Someone write in the comments, I have authority. Someone write in the comments, I have authority. Come on. Somebody. It says this in Matthew 18, verse 18. It says, I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth. Wow, I just heard this in my spirit. Wow. Wow. Oh, I didn't get through the first year. God, come on. <laughs> some of you, there's some of us that what you've been, you've been allowing things that you don't have to allow in your life. And you've been rejecting things from God that you're supposed to be allowing from your life. <laughs> the things that, that you really need, you're rejecting, and the things that you don't need, you're accepting, and it's because you don't know who you are. If you would recognize your identity in Christ and take that up, which today you can, and you really can. And if you would take that up today, and you would step into that today, then the things would be loose in your life. Let me continue this verse. I tell you, whatever, I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. See, God has given you authority. He has given you authority because you're his child, because you're his heir, and because you have the bloodline of Christ. And because of that, you have authority. You have authority to do these things. See, God has given you authority to transform an atmosphere. What you're living in, you don't have to live in. I, I just want this to be so clear. You don't have to live in this. We need to know who we carry on the inside. Wow. This goes to every part of your life. When you can recognize that you carry the Spirit of God, you carry Jesus on the inside of you, His heart is always to get out. Not to get out of you, but to get out on others. <laughs> he wants to touch others through your life. 
And when you can realize that he's on the inside of you, then it becomes easy for you to talk to somebody that you wouldn't necessarily be comfortable of bringing the kingdom of God to. It'd be easy for you to be like, hey, man, I see you got, a, you got an injury in your body. Let me pray for you right now. I, you know what? Hey, man, you know, I really hear this from God. God is saying this over your life. But it comes when we really, truly realize that he is on the inside wanting to get out and on somebody that's around you. He wants to get in the midst of your circumstance and change it. Do you know you can walk into a room full with fear and bring peace and it can be transformed? You can walk into an atmosphere that has fear, bring peace, and people's lives will be transformed. This is how the kingdom of God is. Because it's in us. So there's three points I want you to remember today. Oh, Lord, you're here, God. You hear and you love them. Pour out your love over them right now. Mm. Wow. That person that's struggling with fear, there's freedom right now from that spirit in Jesus' name. That person that's struggling with addiction, there is freedom right now in the name of Jesus. Not that just that you would be free, but that you would take authority over it. Let's begin to take authority over those things, guys, that have been bogging us now. It's time to take authority. Time to take authority over that discouragement. It's time to take authority over that, over that low self-esteem. It's time to take authority over that. It's time to take authority. Come on, let's take authority. Let's take it back. It's the authority that God gave us, and we're taking it back today, guys. Number one, prayer releases the atmosphere of heaven. Remember this. Write this down if you can. Prayer releases the atmosphere of heaven. What is in heaven? Peace, joy, healing, freedom, love, kindness, every good gift that God has. It's in heaven. Every part of his nature, it's in heaven. We can bring that. I want you to know you can bring that into this earth now that we are, through Jesus, we are able to be ones that are conduits of what heaven has for the people around us. Number two, we don't understand to pray, but pray to experience. I'm going to say that again, though you might get this. We don't understand to pray, but pray to experience. It means prayer is not a natural thing, so it's not going to be understood with your natural mind. If you're trying, if you're an intellectual person, that's awesome, and you're, you're going to do great in intellect, but when it comes to the things of God, and it comes to the Spirit of God moving on your life, your intellect isn't what's going to make your prayer life strong. It's actually childlikeness, which the Bible says, to be childlike, to be like a child. And when we become childlike, we can experience heavenly things because our minds are moved out of the way. Our flesh is moved out of the way. Our reason is moved out of the way. And number three, I want us to write this down. Make sure we write this down. 
Jesus has given us authority to change an atmosphere. I want you to write in the comments, I can change an atmosphere. I want you to write in those comments, I can change an atmosphere. You know what this is going to do? This is going to equip some of you to have a boldness to pray again. It's going to equip some of you to have a boldness to declare things that you're seeing in your family that is not right, the things that you're seeing in, in school that is, that is not okay, the things that you are seeing in those that are unsafe. It's going to begin to give you boldness to declare what God says it should be, to declare heaven and bring it in that situation. Come on, somebody today. He is here for you. just raise our hands to heaven. I know that you're there on the camera right now. Why don't you just raise your hands to heaven right now as you're watching. And I want you to repeat this with me. Jesus, I surrender everything to you. Fill me with all that you are. Help me to walk in the authority that you've given me. Let me carry your presence on my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. I believe the live stream is going to end shortly. So I just want to say, Moses carried the presence with him. He said, don't go anywhere unless your presence goes with me. Let's not do that anymore, guys. Let's not, let's not go anywhere without his presence. He realized how vital it was, and we need to realize how vital it is too. Let's, let's not go anywhere without his presence today. Let him minister to your heart if you're there. And he's ministering to it now. He says, his presence is breaking through right now. Let it keep breaking through right now. I feel some of you being touched by the presence of God. Don't resist. Let it happen. Let it happen. He is there. Thank you, Jesus. I'll see you guys on Zoom just now. We're going to go into Zoom. But thank you for joining us for this live stream, all those that are watching online. Hopefully I can see you on the Zoom and we can talk and pray together, guys. I love you guys. God bless. Thanks for joining in today. We pray that this message blessed your life. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at yd.youth. God bless.